This is Real Business in Real Time with executive coach Dr. Mark Hinderleiter. Learn what C-suite execs and business leaders have learned in the real-time, real-world school of hard knocks. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mark Hinderleiter. Hi everybody, this is Mark Kinderleiter. Welcome to Real Business in Real Time, where I talk to business owners and leaders about their lessons learned from the School of Hard Knocks. I call it uh, the new MBA program. My guest today is Cody Rogier. He is the founder and CEO of Zelimo Corporation, uh, which is a safety company headquartered here in Houston, Texas. And has several other branches that Cody will talk about. One thing I really admire about Cody is he grew up in the trades and, you know, worked in the plants, got on the safety side of it, and then became an entrepreneur in the safety world. So that's not an easy transition. So Cody, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me and good morning. Good morning to you. And you're Uh, absolutely right. So it was not an easy transition. In safety, they say most safety professionals are people that couldn't make it in the field. I had made it and backed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, tell, about, uh, tell us about your business. Yeah, so Zalamo Corporation was started and bred out of just sheer, we need a change in the safety industry. I was a project manager for a piping company, and my number one challenge on most of my jobs were the safety guys. And they just, they didn't know what we were doing, and they were tough to deal with at times. So I had a safety guy get one of my employees on one of our jobs killed. And I called my boss that day and I said, look, you got two options, put me in safety or I quit and I'll find a safety job. But I'm, I'm getting in safety and I'm changing the way things are done. I'm just, I'm going to change the say, and I was, I was in my, I guess, late twenties. And, and, um, that was, that's what we were going to do. You know what I mean? I was, I was overzealous. And so I did. I, he said, man, I don't have a spot for you. I really need you to finish this job. And so I said, okay, well, and I quit. <laughs> and I left that day and never came back. Got into safety. And and Zalamo just over the years kind of morphed from a lot of my peers in the safety side. Um, I had a unique knack for talking to business owners and project managers only because I understood the money side. I came from operations. So I understood, you know, what it took to have a, a profitable business, but also what it took to keep people safe. And so Zalamo just kind of morphed out of helping peers and helping people. And and eventually I was so busy doing that, I didn't have time for a regular job and it just kind of took off. Uh, boy, that's the story of a lot of entrepreneurs. So that that's awesome. So what are the services that you provide to your customers? So we have eight services. I won't go through all of them. We have safety consulting safety staffing, safety training. We have drones, safety supplies. We do environmental work. We do a lot of the compliance, consortium management, uh, legal management. So just just really anything that's safety. So there's a lot of compliance and reporting in the yes, safety sir. world, right? Yeah. So what, uh, what industries? I know you grew up in oil and gas, but have you branched out into other uh, industries? Yeah, we service. So right now we service 13 industries across the globe. With 2020 being such a unique year, we kind of honed in to just four to five and kind of stayed there. And if somebody needed us outside of them, we'd go help. Uh, but mostly oil and gas, uh, upstream, midstream, downstream, drilling, exploration, the whole lot, offshore, onshore, the whole lot, and just anything oil and gas, food and beverage manufacturing, automotive, and then anything that's government or renewable energy. 
So your wind farm, solar farms, that kind of thing. So we really jumped into those spaces where there's a lot of risk. Yeah. Your retail, your other industries, there is risk. Absolutely. But the risk is is different. It's carpal tunnel. It's a sprained ankle. It's a it's not a, a crane fell on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> or somebody yeah. hit one over by a forklift. Well, so I it, mean, you had the experience of losing a colleague, right? That's right. And so have I. In my corporate life, we experienced a couple of fatalities over the 10 years that I was there. And it's 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 heartbreaking. Uh, yes, sir. These are, these are people with families and, and goals and dreams. I know you have several locations. So where where are you? Yeah. So and I'll kind of talk about how we started. But it started in Houston and we went from Houston to Plano. So we opened an office in Plano from Plano to College Station. Uh, then from uh, College Station, we opened an office in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and then in Corpus Christi, Texas, then Newark, New Jersey, Ohio, and then we opened uh, our last one was in Baton Rouge, and then we're in the process now of, we've been doing work in the Tyler Longview area. We're in the process of getting our office settled actually right now, but we have an office here, uh, but then we have an office overseas in Scotland, in Edinburgh, Scotland. And we were supposed to have an office in 2020 uh, in Perth, Australia, but they COVID shut the country down and that that didn't happen. So I'm hoping by the middle to end of third quarter of 21, we'll be able to have that back up and and going again with that one. That's awesome. So what's the secret sauce, Cody? I mean, you you started out as a side hustle, right? When you were still working. And now you've got what seven, eight, nine locations with a global footprint and growing. So if you have a secret sauce, what is it? Yeah. So we are probably, and I don't take any, there's a lot of faith-based organizations out there. And so I'm not taking away from their, their work in the mission field. But when I started Zalamo, there are, there are five key points to remember, uh, but it truly, we truly are 100% God-based. Our only reason for being in business is to pay tithes to churches, and we pay tithes to the churches where our offices sit. So whatever revenue they bring in, we pay tithes to that church. And so number one reason for being in business is feed the church. Uh, number two is change the way business is done. You don't have to rob, pillage, plunder, just just be a man, do your job, be a woman, do your job. You know what I mean? Uh, just do right by people. You don't, you don't have to be ugly. You don't have to be passive. Just, just let your yeses be yeses, your noes be noes and and move on. And I truly believe that for us, our salespeople aren't salespeople. I tell my sales team all the time, I need you to go out, find people that need help and help them. Don't get hung up on a price. Don't get Go find people that need help and just help them because whatever revenue comes in, we get to feed the church in that area. So just, just go help people and, and help them where they need help. Don't, don't go to somebody and say, Hey, you got to fit your problem in this box because every company is unique and, and they have their own way of doing it. But we do those two things. Those are two reasons for being a business. And we do those by doing three things all day, every day. One is putting God first. Uh, to the point where every one of our office locations, if you have an office inside of one of our buildings, outside of everybody's door is a little whiteboard and everybody has to write scripture, their personal scripture for the week on Mondays. And then my office managers, they'll take little collage pictures and send them to me. So I know everybody's scripture for the week. So we've got 
200 employees, you know, that are constantly writing scriptures and just doing cool things. And we're not out there pressing anybody or pushing on anybody or trying to make anybody uncomfortable, but we want to do business the right way, the biblical way. And, and that's that. So God first, and, and what we do, always build into the five levels of trust, create an opportunity to be vulnerable so you can build into that trust. Um, so number two, five levels of trust. Um, and then number three is always go the extra mile. If you borrow your brother's truck on the weekend and you get it stuck in the mud, wash it and fill it up with diesel before you take it back. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not rocket science. And so everything that we've done for this company, our secret sauce, I truly believe is just we're called to love on people and and be there to help. And so we truly, we do that. Um, and we support the church at every turn. I mean, we, I can't tell you how many clients we have that will pay tithes you know, to their church, you know, a, a, a business owner will ask us, Hey, if you're paying tithes to churches in the area, do you mind if I throw our church into the mix? Absolutely. If we, if a church needs help, we help them. And, and that's just for us, that's really our secret sauce. Do right by people. It's not all about the dollar. It's about doing the right thing, finding people that need help and doing it the, the godly way. Well, brother, you may be a unicorn <laughs> in, in, the, in, in the business world. So uh, I, I saw your those values on your website, God first, build trust, and go the extra mile. And I thought, man, that is awesome. So what's the impact on your, how do, the, how do your folks respond to those values? And how does it, how do they behave differently than what you've seen in other businesses that you've been in? Or do they? No, I believe they do. My HR team, they tell me all the time, I'm an HR nightmare. <laughs> it's just a matter of time, Cody, before you get sued trying to pray with somebody. But for us, everybody knows where you stand. We have a point of reference. And so before meetings, if I, if, if I have a meeting, and, and everybody's supposed to do this in the company, but if you have a meeting with me, we're going to pray before the meeting or at least read some scripture or something. But we're going to have a five-minute time to just sit down and and read scripture. If we have a question and we don't know what to do, I guarantee you somewhere in the Bible is the answer. And so for us, just, I think the leadership makes the difference. Not saying that I'm a great leader, but my book of reference, my point of reference is a great leader. Yeah. You got a pretty good handbook. Yeah. I've got a great handbook. That's right. And so just kind of going back and having that reference point, everybody knows where I stand. Everybody knows what I expect because they have a Bible in their office, so they know what's expected. And I think it just makes a difference in the sense that psychologically, if they know we're a Christian company based on Christian beliefs and and doing the right thing and, and loving on people and trying to be there to help, it takes away that, man, you had a sales guy get hammered drunk at a golf tournament and was acting a fool. Hey, you had a sales guy or you had an account manager taking somebody to a, an inappropriate place for lunch. It just doesn't happen. And Again, I don't need to tell somebody on our team not to do those things. They just don't do them. And so the impact in my organization for me is, is I think, better than most. You know, we have a great point of reference. The Bible is, it tells you, it's a, it's a handbook for life. It doesn't matter if you're trying to run a government. It doesn't matter if you're trying to run a business, trying to loan somebody money. Try, it doesn't, it's there. It's all there, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so everybody knows where, where I stand and everybody knows where my point of reference is. And we pray before meetings. 
we, we read scripture. I'll shut the whole office down. If I'm in an office, I'll shut the whole office down, bring everybody in. Hey, hey somebody pick a scripture. Let's just read. Just open the Bible and just read something. And let's all talk about it real quick. And I mean, we almost have Bible study at work. So for me, the impact is everybody knows where I stand. Everybody has a Bible in their office. They don't know what to do. Go to the Bible, find it. You know, but what that does psychologically is everyone knows where I stand. They know where the company stands and they know what I will and will not tolerate. And so what it does is eliminate that drunk sales guy at a golf tournament acting inappropriately. Yeah. Yeah. Automatically eliminate one of our account managers taking a client to an inappropriate place for lunch. It just, it just takes away a lot of those things because they know where we stand. They're not going to go in there. And if our client is cussing up a storm and F this and all that, they just don't, they just don't, they still laugh and cut up and have a good time with them. But we want to set examples, not push examples. We don't want to be preachy. We don't want to be, we just want to do the right thing and be there to help. We're there to support, we're support function and just doing the right an appropriate way. And that's, that's it. And, and so I, I think that makes the difference in, in our offices because everybody just knows what's expected. They, they with me, there's no hidden agenda. There's no, you say something, I'm, you, you get what you get. I'm pretty raw and, and that's it. You know, that's the, that my experience, Cody, is that's the beauty of, so core values I've seen um, uh, help or hurt an organization. Uh, when a company has clear core values and leaders walk the talk, it grounds the organization and sets the sets the tone. Um, yes. And then when I've seen companies have core values that are just lip service, anything goes right. <laughs> so I, I applaud you for having core values and and really walking the talk yourself and and holding your leaders accountable for the same thing. So last question, you know, you've, you've been in the trades, you've, you started as your own business, now you're a business owner, you know, for the people listening, if there was just one tip, the best lesson you learned from, from your journey, what is it? You said one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, could write, I could probably write a book on uh, my lessons learned and uh, from the school of hard knocks, but yeah, just share one. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and I'm and I'm stealing this from Tillman Fertitta, but Tillman, he you know he said a long time ago, just keep swinging. I mean, we, when things are good, they're gonna get bad again. Yeah, but when they're bad, they're gonna get good again. It's, it's owners or entrepreneurs or startup companies, whatever. Fear drives our ability where you need work. So you go out and you get a bunch of work out of sheer necessity to feed yourself. Right. When you get so busy doing the work, you don't have time to sell anymore. Then you have the third kind of, if you at the six o'clock range, if you will, in that, in that circle, um, where you're now running out of backlog and you don't have anything to do. Yeah. And then you go back into the nine o'clock section where you're, you're, you're scared again and you don't know what to do because you don't have any money coming in. And and so then you go back to resetting at noon or, you know, that, that, the North point saying, I've got to get work to feed me and my family. And the, the problem is everybody gets into that. It doesn't matter how big you get, you're going to grow to the capacity of your team and you either bring on more people and continue that growth or you do the work, you have no backlog or limited backlog. And now you're wondering how to pay all these people. Um, and you start growing again and you're just constantly fluctuating. 
And so a lot of people just, just fear drives their ability uh, and really controls their mind. That one thing is just, just keeps swinging. I know, again, I'm stealing that from Tillman. Uh, thank you, Tillman. I appreciate you for that. But <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's it. Um, okay. You know, if you were to ask what I do every day, personally, I just pray. I really, not in a cliche kind of way, you know, this, this life is not my own. It's very, very short. And so I'm more worried about after this. And maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but I'd rather take the chance of being <laughs> being right in my eternity. Be kind of just, just, just really pray. Look, you know, get into the Word, and I, I promise you, I promise you, the answer's in there. Even if you don't believe in God, it's still a great book for reference. <laughs> the, the answer's in there, tried and true for thousands of years. So, so even if you use it as a as an operations manual for life, it's it's still good information. So that's really, uh, I think that would be the the one thing is keep swinging. Right. I appreciate that. So, Cody, where do folks find you? Uh, website or wherever? Yeah, so find us on our website at www.zalamo.com. It's spelled Z-A-L-E-M-O, kind of a unique story of the name, but uh, Zalamo, Z-A-L-E-M-O.com. Uh, um, of course, we're on LinkedIn and Facebook, and I've got a wonderful marketing director, so she keeps all that stuff hopping. And, um, if you'll ever need to reach out to somebody, if you send a message on LinkedIn or Facebook or any of that, she'll reach back out pretty quick. Um, and we'd, we'd love to hear from you. If, you, if, any, if anybody has any questions outside of this interview on just, you know, what I do day to day, shoot me something on LinkedIn. It will go to somebody on the team, but uh, just let them know you heard me on the podcast. And I, I kind of said, I, I'm willing to talk uh, and they'll, they'll patch you through to me and get you. Well, Cody, thanks so much for your time. Loved your story. Godspeed to you and your organization and your family. Folks, thanks for listening. As I said at the beginning of this thing, great podcasts are the new MBA because it's learning in real time from people running businesses. So thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on Real Business in Real Time with executive coach, Dr. Mark Hinderleiter. Be sure to connect with Mark Hinderleiter on LinkedIn, check out his leadership tip of the week, and subscribe to this podcast on the app of your choice. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.